Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Valsa Williams with the Midday News. The headlines. Supreme Court says 15 rebel MLAs of the Congress JDS in Karnataka should not be compelled to take part in the proceedings of the state assembly. Mumbai terror attack mastermind Hafiz Said arrested by Counter Terrorism Department in Punjab province of Pakistan. India and China respect bilateral pacts to ensure peace along the border says Defence Minister Rajnath Singh. And in sports, Ace Indian shuttlers PV Sindhu and Kedambi Srikanth advanced to pre-quarter finals of the Indonesia Open badminton tournament at Jakarta. 21st edition of Commonwealth Table Tennis Championship begins in Katak today. The Supreme Court today directed that the 15 rebel MLAs of the Congress JDS coalition in Karnataka should not be compelled to take part in the proceedings of the state assembly. The assembly is slated to decide on the confidence motion moved by the HD Kumaraswamy led government in the state tomorrow. A bench headed by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi also said Assembly Speaker KR Ramesh Kumar was free to decide on the resignations of the rebel legislators within the time frame decided by him. The court said the speaker's decision be put before it. Reacting to the judgment, Speaker KR Ramesh Kumar said he will take a decision that in no way will go contrary to the constitution, the court and the Lokpal. The BJP has welcomed the verdict. Party General Secretary Murlidhar Rao said in a tweet that the Apex Court, while accepting the Assembly Speaker as the authority to decide the resignation issue, has clearly directed him to do it fast without delay. Mr. Rao said there is no question of disqualification now. BJP State President B.S. Yadirappa said it is a victory of the Constitution and democracy and a moral victory for the rebel MLAs. Supreme Court has given very good verdict. All 15 MLAs, those who have resigned, they can't issue any whip, and there is no condition to attend the Vidhan Sabha. That means Kumar Swami lost his mandate. It is a victory of constitution and democracy. Mumbai terror attack mastermind and Jamaat-ud-Dawa JUD chief Hafiz Said was arrested today by the Counter-Terrorism Department of Pakistan's Punjab province. According to local media reports, Said, who has several cases pending against him, was traveling to Gujranwala from Lahore to appear before an anti-terrorism court when the arrest took place. He has been moved to an unknown location. Said led JUD is believed to be the front organization for the Lashkar-e-Taiba, which is responsible for carrying out the 2008 Mumbai attacks that killed 166 people. The International Court of Justice (ICJ) will deliver its verdict today in the case relating to Indian national Kulbhushan Jadhav, currently on death row in Pakistan. A retired Indian Navy officer, Jadhav was sentenced to death by a Pakistani military court on charges of espionage and terrorism in April 2017. India approached the Hague-based ICJ in May 2017 against Pakistan for denying consular access to Jadhav on the 18th of May 2017 the ICJ had restrained Pakistan from executing Jadhav till adjudication of the case India had also challenged Jadhav's trial by the military court of Pakistan 
After hearing the final arguments from both sides in February, the ICJ had reserved the judgment. President of the court, Judge Abdul Qawi Ahmad Yusuf, will read out the verdict during a public sitting which will take place at 6.30 p.m. Indian time at the Peace Palace in The Hague, Netherlands. In Mumbai, the death toll in yesterday's building collapse at Dongri has gone up to 13. NDRF, Mumbai Police, Fire Brigade and locals are still carrying out rescue operations as there is possibility of more people being trapped under the rubble. More from our correspondent. The Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation informed All India Radio that 13 people have lost their lives and 10 injured were admitted to the state-run JJ Hospital and also Habib Hospital. Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis has announced 5 lakh rupees compensation for the teams of the deceased while 50,000 rupees have been announced for the injured. He also tweeted that all medical expenses of the injured will be borne by the government of Maharashtra. Sonali Gharara Patil, AIR News, Mumbai. Defence Minister Rajnath Singh today informed the Lok Sabha that India and China are respecting bilateral pacts to ensure peace and tranquility along the border. He was replying to the issue raised by Congress leader Dhiranjan Chaudhary, who alleged that the Chinese civilians entered the Demchok sector on the line of actual control during the Dalai Lama's birthday on the 6th of this month. इस समय डोकलम में दोनों पक्षों द्वारा पूरी तरह से संयम बरता जा रहा है भारत और चीन दोनों देशों के द्वारा विद्यमान समझौतों का सम्मान किया जा रहा है ताकि सीमा पर पीस एंड ट्रैंक्विलिटी यह पूरी तरह से कायम रहे मिस्टर सिंह सेड देर इज कम्प्लीट रिस्ट्रेंट बाय द आर्म फोर्सेज ऑफ इंडिया एंड चाइना डोकलम He pointed out that at the summit level meeting in April last year, Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Chinese President Xi Jinping had worked on strategic guidelines towards confidence-building measures. The Defence Minister said infrastructure such as railways, airways and road connectivity have been improved at the borders and the government is alert with regular review of the situation. Coal Minister Prahlad Joshi informed the Lok Sabha today that there is a plan to increase the total production of coal in the country to 1 billion tonnes by 2022-23. Mr. Joshi said the gap between demand and supply of coal cannot be bridged completely as there is insufficient domestic availability of coking coal. The minister asked members to bring to his notice any instances of illegal mining or violation of environmental norms by mining companies so that his ministry can act against them in consultation with the respective states. He further added that 14 dedicated corridors are being developed for the transportation of coal and plans are being made to improve transportation of coal through conveyor belts. The government has taken several measures to check illegal migration in the country. These include erection of fencing on the international boundary, enhanced vigil by border guarding forces, as well as use of technology for border guarding and smart fencing. This was stated by Minister of State for Home Nityanand Rai in a written reply in the Rajya Sabha today. He said the National Register of Citizens, NRC, in Assam will be published as per the direction of the Supreme Court. Replying to supplementaries on NRC-like register in other parts of the country, Home Minister Amit Shah said illegal migrants and infiltrators in any part of the country will be identified and deported. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. 
The flood situation remains critical in lower Assam districts. However, it has slightly improved at a few places in upper Assam. Chief Executive Officer of the State Disaster Management Authority said water has started to recede across the state. Rescue and relief measures are on by various agencies. Chief Minister Sarbananda Sonowal took an aerial survey of the flood-affected areas of Borak Valley today. He is holding a meeting with officials of the local administration. More from our correspondent. The Chief Minister Sarbanan Sonowal reached Karimganj a couple of hours ago and did aerial survey of flood-affected areas in Karimganj and Halakandi. Later, he took aerial survey of Kachar district too. Over 1 lakh population is affected in these three districts. The CM is taking a stock of situation with officials of this district. Though all rivers in valley have gone below the danger level, still post-flood relief needs to be done at war footing level. Due to devastating floods in state, the monsoon session of Assam Assembly has been rescheduled and will now begin on 26 July in place of 18 July. This is Patak AIR News, Silchar. In Arunachal Pradesh, heavy rain continues to wreak havoc. In the capital city, Itanagar, one person was reportedly buried and two were injured in a landslide triggered by torrential rain this morning. Teams of NDRF, SDRF, ITBP, CRPF and police have been pressed into action for search and rescue operation and to clear the road and restore it for traffic. In Bihar, the flood situation continues to be grim in 12 districts. A report from our correspondent. Bodhi Gandak River wreaked havoc in Bandra block of Mujafarpur district where 200 homes have been inundated in flood. In Kanti block, heavy erosion has started due to Bodhi Gandak. New areas of Orai and Katra block are facing fury of flood due to rise of water level of Lakhandai River. Thousands of people have taken refuge on embankment. Over 1,12,000 people have been evacuated. Dharmendra Kumar Rai, AIR News, Patna. The situation in rain-affected areas of Nepal is slowly improving. Relief operation is underway and efforts are on to resume essential services. In Jammu and Kashmir, an unidentified terrorist has been killed in an encounter with security forces in Baramula district. The gunfight broke out after the forces launched a coordinate search operation in Gundbrath village in Sopor, Tehsil early this morning. The gunfight is still on. Security sources said one more terrorist is believed to be holed up in the area. Mobile internet services remained snapped in support as a precautionary measure. The water conservation activities taken up by villagers of Madhapur in Karimnagar district in Telangana have impressed a team of three senior officials from the central Jal Shakti Abhiyan. The team of Jal Shakti Abhiyan is led by a nodal officer. The idea is to assess the current activities which are going on for water conservation, rainwater harvesting, afforestation or recharging of bore wells, etc. or uh, rejuvenation of our traditional water bodies. So this would the focus areas that we want to involve as many people as possible, generate awareness among them and see what are the innovative practices being used in different areas, learn from each other and make this a successful campaign. A three-day public awareness campaign to accelerate vector control measures got underway in Delhi today. The campaign aims to sensitize and mobilize the community on measures for prevention and control of vector-borne diseases like malaria, dengue and chikungunya. Health Minister Dr. Harshwardhan today visited Hoskars area, including schools and resident welfare associations, and inspected domestic breeding of mosquitoes. 
The minister said this is for the first time that three governments, national, state and local bodies, will converge in their efforts to mobilize the community for a public health festivity. The United States has slapped sanctions against Myanmar's chief of military and three other top officers for gross human rights violations, including killing of Rohingya Muslims. Following the sanctions, Army Chief May Aung Lang and the others, along with their immediate family members, have been banned from entering the United States. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said U.S. is the first government to publicly take action with respect to the most senior leadership of the Burmese military. He also said the ethnic cleansing of Rohingyas is an example of the continued and severe lack of accountability of the military and its top leadership. Ace Indian shuttlers PV Sindhu and Kedambi Srikanth today advanced to the pre-quarter finals of the Indonesia Open Badminton Tournament at Jakarta. In women's singles, Sindhu seeded fifth came back from a game behind to beat Japan's Aya Ohori 11-21-21-15-21-15. In men's singles, eighth-placed Srikanth defeated another Japanese Kenta Nishimoto in straight games 21-14-21-13. B. Sai Pranith, however, bowed out after losing to Wang Wing Ki of Hong Kong 15-21-21-13-10-21. H.S. Pranoy is the other Indian who will be looking to book a berth in the single second round today. The mixed doubles pair of Ashwini Pannapa and Satvik Sai Raja and Reddy and the men's doubles duo of Manuatri and B. Sumit Reddy will also be seen in action. Odisha Governor Professor Ganeshi Lal opened the 21st edition of Commonwealth Table Tennis Championship at the Jawaharlal Indoor Stadium in Katak this morning. The event will witness the top players from India, Australia, England, Malaysia, Scotland and Singapore, among other nations, competing for coveted titles. The tournament will conclude on Monday. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Supreme Court says 15 rebel MLAs of the Congress, JDS, in Karnataka should not be compelled to take part in the proceedings of the State Assembly. Mumbai terror attack mastermind Hafiz Saeed arrested by Counter-Terrorism Department in Punjab province of Pakistan. India and China respect bilateral pacts to ensure peace along the border, says Defence Minister Rajnath Singh. And in sports... Ace Indian shuttlers PV Sindhu and Kedambi Srikanth advanced to pre-quarter finals of the Indonesia Open Badminton Tournament at Jakarta. 21st edition of Commonwealth Table Tennis Championship begins in Katak today. And with that, we end the midday news.